is the Law Nations Midday Report. We really, 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 really appreciate each and every last one of you all for tuning in to this thing. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Let's get this thing going. Come on. Yeah. Come on, Cowboy Nation. Let's rise up to the occasion. Let's get this thing going in the right direction. Yes, appreciate you, man. Thank those who tuning in to this thing. This is the Law Nation Midday Sports Report. Let's go. Let's talk about this thing. We always got to bring in first take, uh, undisputed, and and everybody around the globe who love to talk about Dak Prescott, Dakota Rain Prescott. Everybody want to compare him. Everybody want to see, okay, how much money he got, how much money he's going to lose, or how horrible he is, how trash of a quarterback he is, things like that. Appreciate you, Sean, that's on the Periscope. And also, Nicholas, thank you all. I hope you already had your coffee. I hope you already had the uh, the breakfast this morning. And for those who, who are just way on the West Coast, appreciate you, man. I hope you can get the crest out of your eyes and get out, get ready to talk about this Cowboys football talk. Appreciate those. Let me do this before we run, before we run off into this thing. Uh, shout out to Santana Louie. First person to be in the chat box, flame box, hot box, man. Appreciate you, Damian. Rainy, second place, close, but no cigar. Uh, Josh Skinner, the winner, man. Hey, third place, got to keep it. Got to get it a little bit quicker. <laughs> but shout out to you, man. Anyhow, man, appreciate you, Josh, man. Uh, I have a podcast. It's on iTunes. Select that podcast. Listen to it there. Uh, on my Law Nations, I believe, uh, 2.0. Jamal Anderson, number one in this thing, man. And second place, Cooper Face, the king. Appreciate you, man. Let's get this thing going one way or another. We live like 95. Let's go. Let's get this thing. Don't forget, punch that like button. We got to get these likes up, man. I'm looking for 100 likes a day on these shows when I do this. That's let me know, gauge whether or not I'm doing the right thing, the proper thing, the best thing. Out of 30,000 people that's in here, we can at least get to 100, right? That's less than 1%. It's a crazy number. It's just like even a fraction of the people who actually tune into this show. So I really appreciate you. That's how everything can grow. To hit that like button, share this content, and hey, Subscribe if you're a new timer and try to join the notification squad as well. Let's go. Cowboys, they've won their last four games largely due to the improved play of Dak Prescott. And over the win streak, he's combined for seven TDs and no picks. There you go. Nick, how important is this game for Dak's future, this game against the Eagles coming up, and for the future of the Dallas Cowboys? All right, so I'm going to say something I don't know if Cowboy fans are going to want to hear. Because I think they're going to win. They win this game. They win the division de facto with three games left to play. And they're going to bring everybody back next year. And that means not only is Jason Garrett comes back, and Amari Cooper gets a contract extension, and they re-sign Demarcus Lawrence, it also means if they win this game and win the division, that number four, Dak Prescott's agent. Man, before we go further, man, much improvement on this man ensemble. Uh, just solid colors. Just, just they, they, they complement each other. So I cannot talk about this man ensemble today. Sharp dressing for today. He's going to walk into Jerry Jones' office. Jerry Jones, who you remember, mm-hmm. after the Titans' loss, when the Cowboys were three and five, said Dak Prescott is going to get extended. Mm-hmm. He's going to walk into that office and say, here's what my quarterback's done. 13 and three. Number one seed division champ, rookie year. Nine and seven in the year where Zeke was suspended for 40% of the season. Then mm-hmm. backed it up and won the division again. No doubt. I'm going to need $27 million a year, and I'm going to need it right now. And so with that being the context, I say this. For the Cowboys long term, 
I think it might be better they lose this game and they collapse down the stretch. Because what Take I... Take that in wow. for a second. What wow. I know is this. What a horrible uh, rationale to think. It's all about getting into this thing, winning and getting into the playoff. You should never... Cowboys fan, you can listen to him and say, okay, I would rather for us to lose and for rather for us to go out there and find a different quarterback or go out there and find a, a different coach and things like that. And I understand we have our strong opinions and, our, and strong reservations for Jason Garrett. But this is the thing. This got to be the thing. Think about this. Since 1985, I think the Chicago Bears were looking for their next quarterback. That's a long time to be waiting for, right? The Browns of the world, they went through 30 or 40 quarterbacks. It's not a given that you want to go out there and find your quarterback. I understand that a lot of people think that Dak Prescott is trash and the intangibles is just not strong enough for him to win. I saw and I wish I had time for me to break down Colin Cowherd's situation where he's talking about, well, let's do the blind resumes or what have you. And he compared Dak Prescott's stats to a Ryan Tannenhill. I think Ryan Tannenhill was a first-round draft pick, if, if I'm not mistaken. But he glossed over the fact that, okay, yes, all of the other numbers are, are, are comparable. They're very comparable. But he left out the main ingredient. Dak Prescott, he may not win with his arms, but he can win with his legs. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, the intangible will be how many running touchdowns do he have or rushing touchdowns do he have? You know, it's those small little things that makes the complete picture of Dak Prescott. And then he cushioned his argument, and I'm talking about uh, Colin Cowherd, he cushioned his argument. And I, and I guess when I have a little bit more time when I get off of work, we can talk about that, that particular show as well. Uh, he cushioned his argument by comparing Dak well, not Dak Prescott to Carson, but he do make that comparison. But he was showing Carson Wentz stats this year, juxtaposed to Tom Brady's stats of last year. And they, they, they don't translate. They just don't translate. And and uh, he was talking about how far apart Dak Prescott is from a, a quote-unquote uh, uh, Carson. And he said it's millions and millions of miles apart from each other. And I pull up the facts and I show you guys each and every time that as, as good as we think Carson Wentz was last year, it was on the, it was on the aspect of his running attack being great because they're third overall in rushing. A lot of people fail to realize that. They just look at the quarterback overall production. And then they look at the fact of, uh, of, of, of the fact that he had great defense. That makes any young quarterback looks good, especially when you have a tight end like it's Zach Ertz. But I digress. We're going to talk a little bit more about this show, though, right now. His, his you ensemble can't tight win cool. in the NFL when you are paying an average or below average quarterback like he's a star. We've seen it. What ruined the Ravens? That exact thing. Mm -hmm. What is ruining the, the Lions? That exact thing, among other things. What is putting a ceiling on, what put a ceiling on hell, the Bengals or the Dolphins a few years ago? Mm -hmm. That exact thing. Taking a, what's hurting the Jags? That exact thing. Taking a quarterback who is okay or worse, and paying him like he's a top guy. And if the Cowboys win the division, and if they win Sunday, they win the division, they are going to pay Dak this summer like one of those guys. And there ain't no discount coming, Kenny. No, Not no, when no, no, Sam Bradford no. got two years, $40 million. Not when Case Keenum got two years, $36 million. Or Kirk Cousins going to Minnesota getting $28 million a year. Right. Like, we are talking a minimum of $25 million a year, probably closer to $27, 28 And... 
Canny, they'll be locked into this team. And I actually like a lot of this team, but they, yep. they, they have cap space for the first time in a long time this summer. Sure. It will all be spent on Amari Cooper, Demarcus Lawrence, Dak Prescott, and those other guys who need second contracts. Well, let me tell you what they ain't going to do. They can't pay everybody because it's a salary cap sport. So you mentioned Demarcus Lawrence getting him re-signed, Ezekiel Elliott and Amari Cooper. You're probably at best going to get two out of those three. Now, I would prioritize Demarcus Lawrence because the identity of this team is defense, defense, not the offense. So, I mean, to let Demarcus Lawrence walk out of the building would be franchise malpractice. To but put they it, have to, to, to resign Amari Cooper. But they have to resign Cooper because that's their first round draft pick for the 2019 right. year. Right. So, I mean, that's that's their guy. And then, of course, Ezekiel Elliott, he looked Zeke? at the Todd Gurley deal this past offseason. He says, I want to get paid as well. So, I mean, there's not enough money to go. Well, you, you, you can't say that because I have to say this. We just don't know the temperament of this team. I, we already know for once Dak Prescott said he will take a hometown or, or, or a team discount, what have you, and that's good. Now, to me, I said anywhere from maybe 18 to $22 million is a good spot for Dak Prescott. We, we already know that the salary cap will increase next year. We already know that they're preparing themselves to increase because the collective bargain agreement is right around the corner. And then on top of that, the Ezekiel Elliott contract, we can squeeze him out for another year. We don't have to pay Ezekiel Elliott because Todd Gurley got paid last year. Todd Gurley had a better chance to uh, to make those type of longitude and latitude moves because he didn't have these off-the-field deals. And now, I'm not saying that Ezekiel Elliott got an off-the-field issue that he, uh, quote-unquote, can just say, well, you know what, we're going to gloss over that. No. Cowboys organization, Ezekiel Elliott, yes, he is the, uh, a staple piece for this offense. But at the same time, guys, we got to understand that Cowboys operate different from those other teams. When you put that silver and blue on, it's a different world. Now, although Chris, he played for the Cowboys and he got a nice suit, man, nice ensemble. Everything looks sharp and, and, and nice right now. But that's cool. But outside of that, Chris. You off a little bit on that, man. I got to be real. I got to call a spade a spade, man. Shout out to those that's in the chat box, man. Let me know. Put your comments down below of how you feel about should the Cowboys go and pay D-Law? I, I said they should pay them, though. You know, they shouldn't pass up on paying D-Law. But should the Cowboys pay, pay uh, Dak Prescott? Should they pay? Well, don't forget about Byron Jones because we got to figure out a way to pay him, too. So we got a lot of guys to pay. But at the end of the day, 30, 30 million is too high, too rich for my blood for Dak Prescott. 27 is right at the, uh, oh, hold on, what are you doing type of moment. 25 is kind of, sort of, kind of risky to me. I would rather for the Cowboys to pay him anywhere from 18 to 22 mil. Put that down in the chat box, let me know. Go around to take care of everybody. So you have to prioritize how your team is going to win next and who the guys that fit that mold, fit that formula. And I just don't know paying Dak Prescott is the way that you need to go if you're Jerry Jones. Okay, so the way you prioritize that list makes sense for you, makes sense for you. I don't know if that's how Jerry Jones will see it. I don't think his list is prioritized the same oh, way. Oh, uh, uh, you're totally correct. And the, th pro the thing is this. The Cowboys, and the reason I, I, I know Jerry wants Dak as his quarterback. Yeah. But if he they did. were to go from season being over through eight games, so all of a sudden the division favorite through 12, to falling apart in the final quarter of the season, which is what a loss to Philly and then not winning the division would be, then you know what I think they Jerry will have on, on his side? Time. Mm -hmm. I think they will, I, in that scenario, I think they let Dak 
have his fourth year of his rookie contract, mm -hmm. which is next year, without an extension, knowing if he balls him. out, we can, can franchise, franchise him and yeah, deal with go it that then. Route. But if the Cowboys go from three and five, which is where they were, to 10 and six and division champs and hosting a playoff game, Dak is getting that extension. And it, I, I call it the Matt Ryan line. You guys can pick a different quarterback if you'd like, but quarterbacks Matt Ryan's level or above, they are worth that money because yes. they are worth what you're essentially saying is my quarterback is worth three other players but quarterbacks beneath it when you pay them it ruins you we have all of this evidence how teams get to the super bowls have a superstar quarterback or have a cheap quarterback and superstars around him that has been the theme of this league for the last decade the cowboys if they i I want their fans to enjoy this out, run, but also out, understand what a win tomorrow or what a win Sunday would mean. It would mean that going into next year, Dak is making a, probably on a five-year, $125 million deal, the mm. Derek Carr deal, at a minimum, and that's what you have. And unless he raises his play three notches, yeah. he's not going to be able to make that make the value up with his play. Are you guys both on the same page? Well, before we go into the further details of this whole scenario and situation, what they're talking about, look, I, I said this before anybody really started talking about this. The moment you pay a quarterback, it diminishes rate of return. That's what I do. I look at numbers all day. We're looking at marginal numbers and things like that. When you pay somebody, especially a quarterback. I said this when Tony Romo got his cheese. I said this when Aaron Rodgers got his cheese. I said this as well when these quarterbacks get these mega deals like the Flacco's of the world. Yes, it diminished. It's something like, it's just like this. Whatever you do to the right hand, the left hand should follow. But this is the problem with the National Football League. When you are in a salary cap and you decide to pay so much money to a quarterback, it's going, you're going to get diminishing rates of return. That's just life. So with that being said, what the world? Of course, I can say that Matt Ryan went. Matt Ryan went to the Super Bowl. But outside of Matt Ryan, who is a first-round draft pick uh, by my watch, right? What have he done? You know, so we're talking about paying a quarterback. It's the same. Even if Dak Prescott had first-round grade qualities, you will be faced with the same set of odds. Think about this. Look at Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest quarterbacks you can ever lay eyes on. But $33 million for this year, $67 million guaranteed. Of course, you can't put pieces around him. Tony Romo, Tones, man, he was out there. He had got his back bitten all up and, and folded up like a lawn chair. He got his pinky broke one year, collarbone broken several years in a row, what have you. The problem was with Tony Romo, it was, was a simple fact that we paid him over during that time, that's during that salary cap era, $105 million, whatever his contract was, was a lot of money, a lot of cash. Hey, you couldn't put pieces around him. You couldn't go out there and get a Charles Woodson to help that defense out. You couldn't make a play on Julius Peppers to put him out there beside a, 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 a D-Ware. So that's the problem with the NFL with the salary cap. If the NFL want to remove parity, regardless of whether this is for me telling you guys regardless of whether or not you think Dak Prescott is trash or not regardless the NFL is set up for you to pay the quarterback but once you pay the quarterback you don't have no other longitude and latitude unless the quarterback takes a hometown an under table Tom Brady <clears throat> type of deal whereas the owner say okay I'm going to pay you in merch under the table and you can pay, and I'm going to pay you $15, $14 million a year. Tom Brady just looked up and have a, a billionaire. 
billion dollar model supermodel i think she makes around upwards of a of 500 million a year so collectively with those, both of those salaries together they're not worried about nothing but the cowboys organization in order for us to win of course we have to pay the quarterback along those lines and i'm not saying that he's he should be getting paid uh who who's who is comparable to what uh, the, the salary. See, the thing is with Derek Carr, he or David, Derek, whatever the Carr brothers is, that twenty five million hurt because now if you look at the stats, <laughs> they're not that far apart. So there's nowhere you can just say to yourself, "Okay, Dak Prescott, I'm gonna pay you thirteen million Unless Dak Prescott himself say, "I'm going to take that type of discount," it's impossible. Just impossible. Then we're not seeing that. the same Dak as we saw his rookie year, and then we're not going to see that same Dak. That Dak, if he could have done that, would be worth the money. The Dak we've seen in the last two years, perhaps not. Well, that Dak had the benefit of NFL defenses not having tape on him. So we didn't come into that season expecting Dak Prescott to be the starting quarterback. Everybody had prepared for Tony Romo, and it's a vastly different offense that Scott Linehan is running with Dak Prescott as his quarterback versus number nine. So I think that's, that's what led to Dak having the rookie campaign that he did. Also, Ezekiel Elliott having a thousand yards rushing on first down, first down. That, that actually helps, too. And so I think we saw who Dak Prescott really was last year during Zeke's six game suspension. And I can't get that out of my mind. And that same Dak Prescott is who we saw in the first half of the season. Now, this Cowboys team is playing a lot better since that, that, that point in the season, since that first game in Philadelphia, that Sunday night game. And they're continuing to ride that wave. But that's because of the defense and the running game. Dak Prescott, to me, is a pass during all of this he's not the driver he's not the, the, let, me, the let me slow him down so so the argument can go back to Carson Wentz go back to his first year and I hate to bring up Carson who is a first round draft pick but the thing is the identity of Carson Wentz was the real Carson Wentz the first year where they didn't have a running attack when they didn't have that they had the front four but their defense was not like it was last year was that the identity so my thing is when the when these people when these analysts get gets out here and they start bumping the gums about the identity of who Dak Prescott really is showed up and reared his ugly head last year. Of course, when you take away your first round draft pick, who is Ezekiel Elliott? You miss six games out of a year because of Roger Goodell's and his whole I'm better than God type of uh, presence out there. And I want to be the judge, ruler and executioner and all this stuff. When you have those type of issues, I said last year, just, 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 just do this with me, Cowboys Nation. Can you disagree with me on this? And I guarantee you, those who are smart and intellectual enough, who got the intelligence, I meant to say, can agree with me. But disagree with me if you can and put it in terms, put it in a in a excerpt, a nice paragraph for me. Without Ezekiel Elliott. Let's say, for instance, if Ezekiel Elliott was not suspended for six games. Are we better than nine and seven last year? I will sit and I will wait. If Ezekiel Elliott played every game, we went nine and seven. Remember, I'm saying this to you guys. I'm hoping, I'm hoping you guys can just wake up and stay woke. 13 and three the first year. I'm saying that Ezekiel Elliott, the path of the righteous man, he was the first round pick for us. He is the main focal point of this offense main focus point of this uh, offensive line as well. He's everything for the team. Ezekiel Elliott. Dak Prescott's supposed to be the bus driver. They took the main catalyst off the team last year for six games. There's nobody on this earth can tell me that last year if Ezekiel Elliott 
played every game that they would have still been nine and seven. I will sit and wait. Let me know. As trash as last year was, we still went nine and seven with Ezekiel Elliott off the team. So if we go back and look at the first year Carson Wentz played with the Eagles, she Eagles, uh, filthy, however you want to call them. Hmm. With that triple running threat that they had last year, you take away the run, which go back, go back. I hope you guys go back. And those who will love the Eagles, they were third overall in rushing the ball, running the ball. They're third overall in rushing. You take away that rush, Carson Wentz will be Carson Wentz. <laughs> Skip Bayless called him. But it is what it is. With a quarterback, the running game is your best friend. Look at it like this. The year that Minnesota Vikings went far into the playoff because of Brett Favre. I think they lost to the Saints that year. But it was the fact that they was running the rock. The year uh, John Elway, one of the greatest quarterbacks you can ever lay eyes on. What made them win that Super Bowl? Oh, oh, my guy. <laughs> my guy TD was there, right? So we got to go back to what the formula is in football running that rock and then on top of that if you're not playing good sound defense then your team will fumble and close up and 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 fall fumble in the sense of falling that's what i'm saying i'm just trying to bring everybody home i know i'm long-winded on this but i just want to bring you home and i'm going to do the little quick q a once this thing is over the the straw that stirs the drink he's not that guy and so to pay him 25 million plus on an average annual value contract extension just doesn't make a whole lot of sense in my opinion Dak's rookie year he threw four picks like, that was the key to that season. It was, he was historically great by a rookie standards and really, really great by any standards at taking care of the football. He has not been that guy mm-hmm. since then. But just look at the teams beneath my own made-up Matt Ryan line, if you will. Like, again, this is just my own. And well, what do they all have in common? They're all screwed. <laughs> like, I mean, the, the and I, sorry, Jimmy G. I- all right, so you talk about the Matt Ryan line. All right, so what makes Matt Ryan the, uh, I guess, the identifier of this thing uh, from what he think that he's bringing up something is that, no, it's not what makes them screwed in a sense. It's when you pay the money, you cannot allocate resources. Look, if you go sink, let me just talk to you guys from a financial aspect. You're trying to close on a house. You're trying to buy a house. And you're trying to get everything for the house. Let's say the house is a quarter of a quarter of a million dollar home, right? You can't go out there and buy, depending on your salary. You can't go out there and buy a ninety thousand dollar car. They're gonna look at it like, wait, 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 well, hold on. The house is a quarter of a million dollars. Although you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you just sink yourself into buying a ninety thousand dollar car. Even a seven eighty credit score. Even a, a 810 credit score, you go, they're going to go through some extra ropes in order for you to buy that house. That's just how finance work. Because they say with this, although you bought the $80,000 car, what happened? Or a $90,000 car, what happened if your child gets sick and you got to put out and take out more money than you think that you need to have this loan for? See, people fail to realize well, what happened if somehow an uninsured motorist hit your car in the process of you and they found out that you had a little taste of alcohol in your system the uninsured motorist gets off and now you stuck with the eighty thousand dollars or the ninety thousand what have you so this is the same principle with football when you have a guy that's taking up a major portion of your salary or, or your salary cap there is 
then it's hard for you to put pieces around. And don't think these players don't get jealous of the fact that they paying all this money to a certain said player. Look, when they played Flacco, <laughs> look what happened when, uh, when Stafford got that money and got that cheese, got that cheddar. Look what happened when, when uh, Manning got that money. They had to let go of some, of the, some important assets. That's what happened. The, the outlier would, would be if you can somehow find a way to win the Super Bowl within that first rookie contract. Uh, this Wilson guy did it. This Roethlisberger was able to do it. This guy right here, Flacco, was able to do it. One can argue the fact that once they made that money to pay Aaron Rodgers, he, he just did it enough with his skills to get you right to the close to the edge of going to the Super Bowl. But that's about it. And I can say the same thing about Drew Brees. It is what it is, guys. Money make the world go round. See, see, you know, those who read the Bible out there, it says the, 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 for the love, it says for the love of money is the root of all evil, right? But then if you continue to read a little bit further and educate yourself just a little bit, a little, a little longer on that, it says money answereth all things. <laughs> so you got to have it, but at the end of the day, that's just a necessary evil that you have to pay for when you're talking about the quarterback play. Regardless of all these people right here, it is what it is, guys. Let's get this thing going. Let's continue to watch this thing. Let's see what they say from here. I'm, I'm prognosticating that, but the, and I, I should take Alex Smith's face off there now that he's been injured. But this is all of those teams are in awful shape. And you look at the teams above. They are all contenders. Like Matt Ryan's, guess what? His team, they, they got injured this year and they've been That's unproductive. But that is... but. That is, and where do you think Dak Prescott is? Is he? Is there anyone above the Matt Ryan line? You're like, oh, Dak's better than him. Hell no. No. And so, like, that is now the, the, the best case scenario for the Cowboys. Obviously, win the game, win the division, and Jerry hold off on giving Dak that extension. Mm -hmm. I do not think that universe exists. I think they will if he's won mm. two out of three divisions and he, he has this a record of thirteen and three, nine and seven, whatever they are this year. Call it ten and six. I do not think Jerry will let that quarterback go into the final year of his contract, even if he should. You you make lists. You love making lists. I love making. Lists. I have a list of my favorite Nick Wright graphics. Far well, whatever she said, let me see. Farnaway, what she my favorite one. Oh, well, they, they, listen, they, it's my ideas. If you look at the list, I'm just going to keep that list right here for everybody to have and burn their eyes on while I do the Q&A session time. Really appreciate each and every last one of you guys for being part of the mix. It is what it is at this point. What I'm saying is collectively, even if you get rid of the trash, Dak Prescott, if everybody call him the trash, right? Trash. Prescott or what have you, whatever you want to call it. Let's say there's quarterbacks that just don't grow off trees. You're going to have, and you don't have a first round draft pick next year. And one can argue the fact that the year beyond that, even if you say, okay, Cowboy Nation, let's just do this. Let's just go and go on the far, far end of what the media says in the 80%. Shout out to Vaj Lombardi for coining that phrase, the 80%. Let's say, for instance, you go out there and you say, okay, Dak Prescott, we cannot win at all with him. We can't win at all with him. And you don't put the quarterback coach around him. You don't put the, uh, the quarterback guru in there to help the young guy out. You just say, okay, the Kellen Moores of the world cannot elevate his game. Because for what we see and what we see with our eyes is just the end product. And it's the end result. We, the guy cannot grow no better than this. 
So let's just go ahead and release the guy. Let him go out into the market. Let's see what other teams have to offer for him. And we go out there and we draft the quarterback next year, 2020, I believe, or 2019. Well, 2020 at this point because 2019 is uh, Amari, right? Let's say we go with that philosophy. Who is to say we're not, we don't become the Cleveland Browns at that point? <laughs> Who is to say we don't become the Chicago Bears at that point? And we still going through quarterback through quarterback. Or what if we become the Jets, the Joe Namus of the world, trying to find the next Joe Namus, and you go at the quarterback or the quarterback at the quarterback. Look, it was a blessing to get Tony Romo undrafted to guy to come out there and to do things. But Tony Romo was not doing this his first year, his second year, his third year. It took time to develop. And even when he got out there his third year, hey, Parcel was like, hey, don't anoint him. Put the oil away. This guy still need to develop. <laughs> it takes time for things to develop. Hey, it's a reason why when an elephant is born, look this up if you think I'm crazy. An elephant, it goes through a whole years when the baby is in the womb because it's a bigger product. It's not like a, a gazelle when it's born. <laughs> Does immediately have to run and get out there and run. So Dak Prescott is not an elephant. He's not a gazelle, but he is a quarterback, and it takes time. A, a running quarterback at that. <laughs> but it is what it is, man. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in to the nation. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button, share the content. Let me see what you guys are talking about over here on the Law Nation 2.0. DJ Cobb, Saints got three interceptions against the Eagles. Let's do the same. Yes, appreciate you man the picks will come yes 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 side conversation over there J Corey b great point Dak needs to write people around him i agree one million percent yes all right so uh over here on my law nation page uh b henderson palmer can you be serious uh what are we talking about genius of the uh up upmost he says tattooed you're wrong what y'all talking about you're talking about the quarterback payments and things like that uh clarence davis we need a from from georgia you know yeah he can throw the back shoulder fade i can tell you that but still even in even if we get that guy from georgia it's going to take about two to three years for him to develop and i do know that a lot of people are gonna whoa 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 well, look at pat mahomes look what he's doing look at the carson Wentz. look what he was doing look at the uh quote unquote look at the jerry golfs of the world what changed with those guys do you have trust and hope and confidence and faith within this particular Cowboys offensive staff to be able to develop these guys to be on the levels of Jeff, Jerry Goffs of the world or everybody golden boy Carson Wentz? Do we have the staff to be able to identify the issues within the quarterback, even if we draft them within the first round to say this is how we're going to elevate that and keep in mind. If you go out there and you go and say to yourself in 2020, we're going to draft Dak Prescott replacement. We're going to trade Dak, get rid of him, release him, what have you. What are the years are you wasting with Ezekiel Elliott? <laughs> Tyron Smith would be just, just a, a little bit older at that point, right? <laughs> Zach Martin and all those guys that's on their front offensive line will be a little bit older. So it's a conundrum. That's what a conundrum is. All right, so what, what's a quarterback is perfect? <laughs> what quarterback is perfect? Q Mills, he's saying it. He's putting it right there right now for you, you guys. Look, the, the perfect way to win in the National Football League is time of possession, taking turnovers with good defense, and then on top of that, if you can find a way to pay your quarterback, 
in the range of 15 to maybe 22 million. And look at the, uh, or if you can find a hot quarterback who got a, a, a decent enough uh, uh, coaching staff to put places around him and to elevate him, and you can win it within the first two years before that quarterback get his big pay, big, big paper day. That's just the truth and the reality of it. Of course, you can just close your eyes and swing for a Hail Mary. That's what the Minnesota Vikings is doing right now. They're saying, okay, let's go out there and get Cousins. Let's see what Kirk Cousins can do. They're taking a Hail Mary or a leap of faith. It is what it is, man. Uh, <laughs> B. Henderson says, truth. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. Texans, yes. Yes, the Texans are doing a wonderful job with their quarterback. They are, and they went through a hell of a long time to get there. And this is their quarterback's second year, I presume. Is that correct? Yes. So, I mean, we got to look at things collectively, and and we got to see if if, if the Texans can do anything when they get to the big dance. And if it will work for them, it will work for them. But we cannot. Look, as much as I hate to say this, and I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail from this, but if you look at the stats, and I got to wait for Dak, well, Watson kid next year for his stuff to come available. But think about this. The Texans, in order for them to draft that guy, they had to be trashed that year. (laughs) They had to have those top first-round draft picks in order to go get that guy. It is what it is, guys. You got to figure out a way to surround your team around things that you can say, these are things that we are doing great at. These are things that we are doing horrible at. Let's see what we can do to better our best. That's just the bottom line. It is, it is what it is. How about a two-year deal for $35 million? Let's see how he's developing. This is from uh, Good, Godoy. Yeah, that would be nice. We will we, we figure things out, man, one way or another. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. Uh, Rico is good, but he just doesn't make those type of changes out there for us. Eric Payne, appreciate you. Uh, Rico needs to be really, really played this week. Well, Rico, he, he can do it. I'm not doubting his skill set, but I'm just trying to say to myself, when the coaching staff only put Rico out there and he only runs a drag, he don't run a vertical seam route. He doesn't run certain routes that you really want your tight end to do. It's, it's like your, 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 um, your offensive coordinator putting handcuffs on you and say, Hey, catch the ball. <laughs> He's handcuffed. And then on top of that, you don't have the best passer of the ball out there. in, in, in what we call Dak Prescott, the reality of it is that, we, we know his limitations as Cowboys fans and out there who watch the, watch the game. And, but we know his limitations. We can see it. We watch the game every Sunday and every Monday or Thursday, whenever they play. But if, the coach, if this is a vertical offense, it's not a West Coast offense, then it's just what it is. <laughs> and we got to figure out ways how we can improve that. And then on top of that, you say, okay, Kelly Moore, we want you to make this guy pass the ball efficient enough on your first year. We want you to help out and help aid this guy in things that he needs to improve on. No, it's not, that's not how life works. <laughs> I do not want a junior or a, a freshman accountant to show me things. I'm looking for that senior accountant <laughs> to figure out things, why this uh, report is wrong, why, how we can find that 2 to $3 million that's just gone, and where we can allocate these things so it won't happen again. No, I want that senior guy. I want the guy with the SR in the back of his uh, resume. I'm not going out there looking for, yeah, I'm not dogging the, the junior and the freshman guys. They can be that senior, but just not today. 
We got jobs and careers on the line, baby. You guys know how this thing go. Let's get this thing going one way or another. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in to this uh, to this uh, podcast and the uh, show that we have is Midday Law Nation's Midday Report. Don't forget to hit that like button, share this content, tell a friend, a neighbor, a foe about this thing. Let's get this dubbed this week. We got to. We got to. We got to continue to strive, be positive about the situation one way or another. We just got to stay focused. Cowboy Nation all day, even twice on Sunday. Let's go, baby. Hey, Cody, I'm not saying fire Kelly Moore. It's just time. It's going to take time for him to develop. He might be the next Bill Belichick, all I know. Yeah. Like I said, remember, you're listening to nothing but the David Irvin, oh man, <laughs> oh man, yeah, appreciate y'all man, salute, <laughs> Javon O'Neal, appreciate you for tuning in man, Randy Gregory, yeah he is, he cool, Cowboy Nation baby, y'all see it. Time is of the essence. Elite Rob has spoken. It's time for me to go then. <laughs> yes, that's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. <laughs> yes, indeed. Hit that like button. Share this content. Help a brother out. Fire all day. Yes, Eddie. Salute.